Welcome to the Yoga Teacher Business Foundation course, level one, paying the bills from your teaching. These are bite-sized tips for any new or aspiring yoga teacher who wants to fill their classes and create a regular and sustainable income from their teaching. So in this podcast, I'd like to give some tips to newly qualified teachers. And the chances are, if you've only just completed your yoga teacher training and you're looking to either find some yoga teacher jobs or to set up on your own and building your own classes, you've probably had an amazing experience. You're full of enthusiasm, still remembering so much of the wonderful experience that you had on your yoga teacher training. And you want to teach because yoga has helped you so much. You want to share this with others. But it's really easy to stall after yoga teacher training. Why? Because you're not sure what to do next. Maybe the nerves kick in and those nerves hold you back. You don't have a plan. And then you start looking at the competition and your inner gremlin screams you can't compete with those already established teachers in your area. Don't let your inner gremlins stop you. The skills that you've just learned could potentially help hundreds of others. Know that a journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. Just take that step. And in this podcast, I'd like to share the steps that I think are the best ones for you to start with. And sometimes it might seem like a thousand miles to you to get from where you are now rookie on the scene to a confident yoga teacher with a loyal follower. But know that all those teachers that you see out there, including those that who taught you on your yoga teacher training, have been exactly where you are now. And they just didn't let that stop them. So take a deep ujjayi breath and follow these three simple steps to get your first yoga job. Number one, decide whether you want to work for a gym or a yoga studio, or whether you want to launch your own classes from the get-go. If you've got previous business experience, if you're confident about your yoga niche and you feel comfortable about marketing your classes, then absolutely, I'd say go for launching your own classes. And if you do, you might find the 13-point checklist for launching your first yoga class really helpful. You'll find a link to that underneath the podcast. And this simple checklist will help you feel more confident that you have prepared as well as you possibly can to make the launch of your new classes a success. However, if everything I've just said is making your eyes glaze over and you've no idea what I mean by niche or what yours is, and the word marketing fills you with dread, then I'd start working for others. And before you move to the next step, then have a listen to another podcast that I've done on the pros and cons of working for a gym or a yoga studio. If you've listened to that podcast and you still want to decide to run your own classes, then here's your first step. Your decision's made. You're ready for step two. Step two is to research the venues where you'd like to work and to get clear about exactly when you can make yourself available to teach. I call this reverse engineering, and it's a really useful technique when you're trying to build a business or a career. What do I mean by reverse engineering? Well, you start with a clear goal of where you want to end up, what success looks like for you, 
Stephen Covey, in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, called it beginning with the end in mind. And once you know where you want to get to and where you are now, you can then work back with the steps that you're going to need to take in order to get to your goal. So here's some tips about reverse engineering this step. You need to get clear about you will and will, what you will and will not do and what does and does not fit into your current work-life balance. Going out there just looking for anything might be okay if you have few responsibilities or time pressures, but aim for something that aligns as closely with your own needs as possible, because that will lead to less frustration or chance of you quitting early on. When I first started my business, I knew that I wanted to build the business round my life, not the other way around. And if you want the same for you, this reverse engineering process is absolutely vital. Key questions to ask yourself, and maybe give yourself time to let these questions germinate for a while in your mind. If you're in somewhere where you can jot down these questions, pause the podcast and write the questions down and then allow those questions to germinate and for you to ponder on them over a week or so, so that you have time to think about and work on what your inner compass tells you. So here's the questions I want you to think about. Do I want to retain work-life balance or am I prepared to stretch my working hours to get the experience? Question two, what hours will I make myself available to teach on a regular basis? Now I want you to think about this really carefully. Getting a class every Monday at seven o'clock in the morning or every Sunday at 10 a.m. may be okay for the first few weeks, but months in, it could be a noose around your neck. Do you really wanna do that? Question three, if I work these hours on a regular basis, how will this affect my personal life, important relationships, and am I comfortable with that? Question four, how far am I willing to travel? Question five, do I want to teach a particular style of yoga? Question six, do I want to teach a particular group of students? Is that seniors, children, pre and or postnatal, women, etc.? Am I willing to teach any type of class? And finally, what do I hope to be compensated for in my, with my time? Take time to think about these questions and to have the answers so that you have a far clearer idea of what you're looking for when you approach these studios or gyms. And then when they offer you a Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, be clear about whether that fits with your plan or not. If it doesn't, say no. Honestly, saying yes to everything and anything is rarely a good plan. There's a difference to between being open to opportunities and being a doormat. So, armed with your list of personal needs, research the gyms and the studios in your area. Look at their schedules. Can you offer something that they don't currently offer? Are they looking for new ideas? Are they struggling to get teachers for a time that you can make? Do they need cover for teachers when those teachers are sick or on leave? See if you can ring up and speak to the manager and instead of talking about yourself, just tell them you're a new yoga teacher, interested in helping them develop their offering to their members and asking them what their current needs are in terms of scheduling and offering. Do they have members asking for a yoga class, more yoga, a specific type of yoga? 
is getting cover a challenge. If they don't currently have a need, thank them for their time, ask if they would like to take your details in case things change and offer to send them your CV and then just keep in touch. By focusing on their needs, you'll be remembered as someone that they would like to stay in touch with and chances are when an opening crops up, you're on their list of people to try first. Finding out what gaps these studios or gyms have that you might be able to fill will put you in a good position to show that you've taken the trouble to learn a little about how they operate and what their key goals are. You're also learning a little about the demand in your area, maybe something you can fill on your own. And finally, step three, writing your CV. To be honest, this very much depends on where you live and whether you're wanting to work for a yoga studio or a gym. In my experience, gyms are less knowledgeable about yoga. People usually join a gym primarily for the gym itself, the classes being an added bonus and something they just dip into as opposed to a yoga studio, which is attracting a more serious and discerning yoga student. As a result, you may find it easier as a complete novice to get work at a gym first. And then, as you build your confidence and your following and your reputation, you've a higher chance of being taken seriously by a good yoga studio. That being said, if you research from step t if your research from step two threw up some vacancies at yoga studios or a new studio just opening up, then go for it. You've got nothing to lose and you'll learn a lot from the process. If you want some help putting together your CV, I rather like an article from Lisa Greenblatt um, and the details of that article are down below for you to have a look at. And if you have a business card staple, then if you have a business card, staple that to the CV. A business card is not a must. To be honest, there'll be a, a podcast on this coming soon, because to have a business card that stands out, I think you need to be a little more confident about your niche. Otherwise, your card will look like everyone else's bland. But if you've already gone out there and got one done, then add it to your CV. Remember, what is driving both the studio and the gym is filling the places. They want teachers who bring in more members and keep them. So if you're offering something which might appeal to their members or might add something new to the studio class schedule, you could be just what they're looking for. The main thing is to just get yourself out there. Take these simple starts, some simple steps, make a start, and don't let the gremlins hold you back. Even if you just teach a couple of classes a week, it will help you in so many ways, both in your confidence in teaching and helping you clarify how you might like to move forward with your teaching and your yoga career. In the meantime, hopefully, you'll be impacting positively on the lives of the students that you teach. And isn't that what this is all about? I hope you find these tips useful and if you want more help subscribe to these podcasts so you never miss an episode again you'll find the subscribe button below and download my 13 point checklist for filling your classes regularly and consistently you know these are some of the exact same actions that I took to help me build a thriving yoga business of over 40,000 pounds sterling per year teaching just four to nine classes a week. 
Now go out there and bring your yoga to the students that you were meant to serve. Namaste.